Hello and welcome to Cracked Open, a podcast guiding you on your journey to becoming a vessel of unconditional love. This is your host, Beck Mylonis, High Priestess, Channel, and Activator. Join me on this series as I share reflections, insights, and channel transmissions from my journey of walking the initiation path. Each episode is a unique transmission containing supportive frequencies to facilitate the deepest healing, activation, and reconnection with your soul. I invite you to open your mind and set the intention to receive this episode into your heart space. Let's go. Today, I want to talk about self-responsibility. I desire to talk about how everything is the medicine. Everything has the capacity to be the medicine that we need in order to evolve, to grow, to develop aspects of ourselves and to deepen into even more love to allow our hearts to crack open a little bit more, uh, to invite more love and self-compassion into our life. And so this lens of seeing everything as divine medicine, seeing everything as the gift, as an opportunity, as a opening for more love, for more expansion, more evolution, for everything, everything that shows up in your life, in the mirror that is this universe that we live in, in our physical reality, to see the things that are showing up even if they're really fucking uncomfortable as the exact experience, situation, relationship, um, circumstance for us to move closer to what we desire to create. A lot of people start on the healing journey and when it comes time for them to accept personal responsibility and recognize that they are creating everything. You are this universe, right? Whether you are conscious about what you are creating or you are unconsciously creating from patterns, from fears, from hurt, wounding, um, you know, past experiences, beliefs, parts of you that desire to suffer, whatever it is, shadow, ego, whether you are conscious or not, you are always creating. And that's the first thing that I truly desire to anchor in here with this episode. And what happens is most people say that they desire to heal or evolve or grow or call in something juicy and expansive and amazing, like a soulmate or money um, or purpose or whatever it is, right? But then when the uncomfortable moment comes, where they are forced to look at themselves and take responsibility for everything that is in their reality, they don't desire to go any further. They say, fuck this shit. It's too hard. You know, I'm a victim to my reality. I didn't create this. Why would I create this illness or this person who abandoned me or this rejection or, um, you know, my life circumstances, which suck? I don't believe that I would create that. Why would I create that for myself, right? And they refuse to look inwards and acknowledge the parts of themselves which they've been repressing 
um, which have been playing out this dialogue, or they refuse to acknowledge perhaps where their soul has signed up to experience some shit, um, you know, so soul contracts, because our soul desired or knew that we needed to have that experience specifically in order to grow, right? So when I do work around soul contracts, my framework of understanding is, and this again is not a framework for everyone. It requires um, a higher perspective in order to accept this as truth. And I understand that not everyone is going to be there, but when we choose to incarnate, when we choose to come back to this earth school, right? Because this realm, this dimension that we're in, this physicality is one of the most fucking challenging places in the universe to be, right? Not going to sugarcoat it. Being a human is difficult. We have death, we have pain, we have suffering, we have destruction, we have breakups, we have war, um, we have gaslight, all the things that we have and that we experience sadness, trauma, grief, they don't exist in other dimensions, right? Density and this density that we are in allows an experience of contrast, which enables us to grow and evolve. So if we have chosen to come here into this plane of existence and incarnate in a human body, we chose on some level to be separate, to be limited by this physical body by the constraints of this matrix that we are in, right? And prior to incarnating, we choose, we have a panel and we sit with our guides, with our team, with the souls in our cluster, and we choose, okay, here is where I'm at in my soul's evolution and growth. Here is what I've learned. Here is what I've embodied. Here are some karmic imprints that I've created or some things that I didn't do so well or some things that I would like to experience the opposite to because, you know, for instance, maybe I was a, a persecutor in a previous lifetime and now I want to experience what it feels like to be a victim. So I know the pain that I caused, right? And I can learn to be more compassionate or loving or whatever it is, right? Or maybe I desire to experience a body with limitations, with physical illness, with whatever it is, so I could develop other traits. For instance, my mental capacities, my spiritual capacities, whatever it is, right? We consciously go through this process of deciding, and it's a, it's a um, intense process of deciding and choosing the exact body to come into, the exact upbringing, there's pivotal moments in our life, which we would review. We look into, I suppose, a future timeline. It's like this viewing platform where you can see all of your future potentials and timelines and potential bodies that you can go into. And we choose the experience that we desire to have for whatever reason, right? And some of us won't ever realize what that reason is until after we've left. And then we will review and say, oh, I learned the lessons from that experience or I didn't learn the lessons from that experience or whatever it was, right? Some of us don't have that understanding. My invitation for you is to, you know, if you want to hack life, <laughs> figure out what you're here to learn, right? Number one, figure out what you're here to learn in this lifetime. Um, and it's going to make shit a lot easier for you. For instance, I know in this lifetime, I'm here to develop self-compassion, and as an extension of that, compassion for others um, and to be a more loving vessel. So be more understanding of the human condition and the limitations and 
yeah, there's like less judgment around that and less judgment about how fucking human I am because I find that really challenging at times. And take responsibility to see what have you called in and how is it serving you to evolve, right? Because we can be the victim to our circumstance and say something outside me caused this. The person who rejected me is the fault of my pain. You know, um, I didn't deserve this. I, whatever it is, right. I, this happened to me. It's always happening to me rather than you are consciously creating it on some level, even if that's from a soul level and your human has no fucking idea and is dragged kicking and screaming down this path, much like mine has been for the past 10 years or so right? Um, feeling like frustrated and being like, I don't know why I'm creating this. It sucks. Right. But on some level you've chosen this experience. And so number one, the piece is to acknowledge that in every moment, in every situation and everything that's showing up, there is a part of you that has resonance to that experience, right? You wouldn't have created that person rejecting you if some part of you didn't have a fear of being rejection, rejected or didn't believe that you were inherently unlovable or was afraid of showing the world the true you. You wouldn't have um, attracted clients that can't pay you or people who ghost you if you thought you were fucking awesome, right? If you had a lot of high self-respect and love, you wouldn't attract that stuff. You attract these connections in your life with your family, whatever it is, because there's something in those connections. We choose our parents, right? So for all of you that are like, but my mom's a crazy bitch and this and that, whatever, you chose specifically those parents because they were going to give you the exact experience that you needed to either you know, transcend past that or perhaps there's something in them that's a positive reflection. So there's elements of them which you're here to embody more of. But we choose and we have these contracts with other people to show us a divine mirror of what is within us that we can potentially expand or heal or clear, right? And so when you're consciously trying to create something for your life, right, you have a vision that you desire to create. For instance, let's talk about a soulmate partner, right? Let's talk about you have this sacred union that you want to call in, or let's, let's talk about, I use that as an example a lot of the time. So I'm going to use like a, a soul business, a purpose, right? You desire to create success and recognition and fulfillment in your career. That's a boring, like I find that's boring. I want to talk about love, but anyway, we can use both as examples. So say you have this desire for a partner or for a business or whatever it is that would nourish you. And you know where that vision is going and you know what you desire. But along the way to manifesting that, a bunch of shit is showing up that is not that desire. So for instance, on the, in this sphere and the spectrum of love, you're calling in people who reject you, who abandon you, who can't see you. You're calling in emotionally unavailable partners. You're calling in um, circumstances and situations which are painful, which mirror all of your trauma back to you, which show you where you're self-abandoning, where you don't love yourself, right? Or in terms of a career, you're putting things out there and no one's listening. Um, you know, clients are ghosting you. Um, you're getting no likes or follows or whatever it is. And you can sit there and be frustrated and angry at yourself for creating this, right? When you begin to become self-aware that you are creating everything, the tendency that people have, which is my tendency, which is why I'm sharing it, 
is to be frustrated on why the fuck did I create this again? <laughs> why is this showing up? I know that I created this on some level and it's showing up and it sucks and it's shitty and I have to sit with it now. And I'm sitting with all the unfairness of it and the part of me who feels like it's a victim. And I don't understand why I've created this, right? And the tendency is to want to blame others, to want to blame God, to want to blame your spirit guides, to want to blame yourself, whatever it is. And the opportunity is to see it as medicine, that everything that you've called in is drawing you closer. So you can be of resonance, aligned with the frequency of what it is you desire to call in. So for instance, if you desire to call in a soul union with another person um, who loves you and sees you and accepts you and supports your growth, and it's fun and it's light and it's playful and it's all of these juicy things, it's committed, it's stable, and you keep calling in these people who can't meet you or disappoint you or you know show you some pain in your heart or whatever it is, Allow that to be an invitation to look at this person is mirroring what is internal to me that I can't see. It's a fucking gift. When the things show up that are uncomfortable, that force you to look within and be like, why am I still creating this? It's a gift. It's not a curse. It's not, you're not being punished, right? I love saying this. You're not being punished. You are being prepared, which means you're being initiated through your experiences to be able to hold the frequency of what it is you truly desire. And so that might mean, which just happened to me, being rejected by someone that you liked to force you to go within and look at where am I rejecting myself still? Where am I putting other people's opinions above my own of myself? Where do I expect people to abandon me, to leave me, to think that I'm too much, right? Rather than I, you know, no one owes me anything looking at it this way, right? The medicine is seeing that everyone is on their own path. Everyone um, has the potential to be sovereign and choose for themselves. And if someone doesn't choose you, right? They're not fucking like this chick is dope and I want to date her and I want to make her my wife or whatever it is, right? They're not expressing excitement to hang out with you. They don't want to be around you. People are rejecting you in your environment. Maybe, you know, you struggle to find friends or whatever it is whatever scenario would have brought up that pain of rejection. It's an invitation for you to love yourself deeper, to love yourself so much that someone can reject you. And this has been my process this morning. I was like, oh, that feels shitty. There's some rejection and a little bit of pain coming up. And I feel a little bit abandoned. And then, you know, feeling it and not, and not saying get over it. <laughs> like I'm fucking angry that you created this. Why have I created this? Which used to be my tendency in the past, but actually it's an opportunity and a, and a, invitation to allow more love into the situation. So I sat back with myself and I said, okay, I'm acknowledging the pain. I'm acknowledging the sadness, the disappointment, whatever it was. Where has some part of me felt this and created this? Okay, cool. How can I bring love into this situation? How can I see this through the eyes of love, right? How can I release this person of the expectation of fulfilling my needs? How can I look at where my expectation of what it would be or how they would react to me, or, you know, my vision of attached vision of what it could have been, where have I allowed myself to be disappointed by attaching to one outcome, to an expectation, to where I thought it would go, right? Because we all think we know where something is going to go. We think we know what's best for us, but when we can soften and release and just be curious and open, 
then we can see what the true the true medicine and the situation was so for me the medicine was all right we're not for each other obviously we are not aligned because he's not like fuck yeah i want to hang out with you again and that is okay everyone is allowed to like what they like everyone is allowed to have a preference and also i choose to call in realities and connections with people where they are a solid fuck yes on me where there is alignment where it's a no-brainer, full-body yes. Like, I want to hang out with you. I want to make an effort. I want to see you more, right? Not you're too much for me. Not, um, you know, I don't like what you're bringing up for me. Not it makes me uncomfortable being in your reflection, so I'm going to run away because it's too much, right? It's an opportunity for us to anchor in what we do want rather than focusing on what didn't work, what failed, what hurts, what's shitty, look at it and be like, this is an opportunity for me to grow. This is an opportunity for for self-love. This is an opportunity for me to release attachment. This is an opportunity for me to get closer to what I desire. Guys, I've had a lot of failed relationships, right? Really painful, heartbreaking, failed relationships, rejection, gaslighting, um, you know, abandonment, Um, putting all my hopes and desires and dreams into one person, believing that they could fulfill me and they were going to be the person for me, only to have the rug torn out beneath me to show me where I'd been attached or to show me where I was abandoning myself, right? And every time I could have gotten shitty and I did get shitty. In those moments, I got fucking shitty. And I was like, why is this showing up again? (laughs) I don't want to sit with this again. This sucks. Like, when is the healing going to be fucking over? When am I going to be through this? When am I going to be over? When am I going to be done? When am I going to be better? And then getting disappointed at myself for calling that in. And instead of being self-compassionate with the parts of me who were still processing grief, who were still processing rejection, who needed to be loved by me, I was repressing them and pushing them further away by being like, I don't like these reactions that I'm having and they make me unlovable, right? When truly in that moment of rejection or abandonment or grief or whatever it is, those parts of you just want to be held in more love. They just want to be seen. They want to be told, you know, I'm never going to abandon you. I'm never going to reject you. I accept you, all of you, even the emotions that are shitty, even this discomfort that I now have to fucking sit in. (laughs) Right? Like I accept you in all of your expressions and I accept that I created this and I take full responsibility. So one, call back your sovereignty. Accept that part of you, even if it's frustrating as fuck to accept, created that situation, right? Two, look at why or where you created it. Three, sit with the emotions that come up and arise and try to detach yourself from them. Try to not create stories. So for instance, if someone ghosted you, don't then go into a fucking dialogue sitting with your rejection, which is kind of what I did for a minute. And then I was like, wait, no, we're not doing this. We're past this of exploring every single fucking story about why that person rejected you. Oh, was it because I set a boundary around sex? Oh, was it because I said this? Was it because I was I know, ugly or what, you know, they weren't attracted to me or whatever it was. Don't go through stories trying to understand why that happened, right? Why that person did what they did. They have their reasons. None of your fucking business, by the way. Why they did what they did is their stuff, We cannot control other people and how they react to us, but we can control how we deal with that, right? And so for me, it's always been like, how can I bring my my focus back to myself? Take my power back in that situation. Send them love. Thank you for the lessons. Thank you for 
what you've shown me. Thank you for the mirror that you've held up, even though it fucking sucks. Because I know deep down that this experience is only going to get me closer to what I desire. And sometimes what we think we desire or the outcome that we think is going to happen is not the outcome, right? And the outcome that actually happens is us loving ourselves a little more or us, um, you know, taking back our power or control or claiming sovereignty or self-responsibility or trusting God more or whatever the outcome is, right? Maybe that's the case in terms of a business, right? I used to be so frustrated that I wasn't reaching more people with my message that I, you know, wasn't consistently calling in income, whatever it was. And I would be like, why can't I have this? Why can't I have this? And the gift and the medicine for me was looking at where was I attached to external validation? Where was I afraid of judgment? If I was sharing my truth, my voice with the world, where was I expecting people to judge and reject me? Where was I putting my security in money and external things rather than trusting that I'm always supported, right? Um, where was I using my business as a means to fulfill some success or ego-based attachment um, to validate myself or feel worthy rather than expressing and serving from the heart, right? So where was I serving from a place of this person's going to pay me and I'm focusing on money rather than I am truly serving. This podcast is a pure form of service for me. And it's like, I had to let go of some shit to be able to show up in full devotion to this and be like, I know no one's going to pay me as a direct result of this podcast. I don't know that actually, I'm going to release that assumption, but I know that this is purely because I have some messages to share and maybe the methods and the ways that I've been sharing them through social media or whatever else isn't the direction that spirit wants me to go in. So I'm going to take a different direction. This feels alive for me now. I'm going to show up with no fucking expectation of anyone hearing any of these episodes. Like I really hope you do because <laughs> there's so much juice in all of them. And I do want to serve with this, but I'm doing this because I desire to create this because it's my art, because it feels fucking good for me to do it. Right. So I'm doing it as a pure expression of my creation and my truth. So I've released the outcome. Just had to take a breath and see where spirit wanted me to go next. So everything is an invitation for you to get more clarity on your desires, on who you are, to get clearer on what your beliefs are, what your styles are, what your traumas are, right? Everything is an opportunity to see and witness and recognize yourself deeper and alchemize some shit. So the opportunity and the invitation for me in this rejection was to love myself even deeper, to grow an even deeper amount of self-worth and unfuckwithable self-worth where I'm like, well, on to the next one. See you. Bye. You're not worthy of me. Right. Um, or look at like, for instance, instead of jumping into relating and being like, assuming that someone's a person for me, allowing them to show me who they truly are in their actions. So if someone ghosts because I set a boundary or whatever that is, you've shown me who you are. Thank you for showing me who you are. And thank you for not wasting my time, right? Instead of being like, I am angry that I have been rejected. Thanking that person genuinely. Like if anyone is leaving your life, if situations are leaving your life, if you're letting go of a job or a career or something, be prepared to recognize that that doesn't fit you. That shoe was too tight, right? It's not in alignment anymore. 
and be prepared to let it go. Just let it fucking go. Don't hold on to it. Don't try and understand it. Don't try and, oh, but I need to get my closure. I need to talk to this person and figure out why they left. No, they're fucking gone. Let them go, right? Because in doing that, you are claiming and opening the space for something even better. So reflect on what was good about the situation. What was expansive? So for me in this situation, it was expansive that this man respected my boundary. It was expansive that we could have a deep conversation. It was expansive that I was super attracted to him physically. Um, so there are expanders. He was an expander in many ways, right? <laughs> Obviously the not so good things is that he didn't want to see me again. That was pretty shit, but <laughs> it is what it is, right? I can laugh about it now, which is pretty quick turnaround considering this only happened a couple hours ago. Um, so where, where are the expanders? Where is it showing you what your not negotiables are? And I talked about this on a previous podcast, so I'm not going to go into more depth here, but where is it showing you where, um, you know, you can refine your vision. You can be like, okay, cool. This is showing me X, Y, Z. And now I decide to call in X, Y, Z. So if someone's emotionally unavailable, then the thing that you want to focus on aligning yourself with is becoming emotionally available to call in emotionally available people, right? Um, so it's refinement. It's always refinement. The things that are showing up in your life are giving you an opportunity to refine your vision. And not only that, refine your sense of self. And when I say sense of self, I don't mean your ego identity. I mean sense of self in terms of your connection to the divine. Truth at the core. Just had to pause that for a second because I had some hape coming out of my nose, which is not very cute. <laughs> The truth at the core of all of this is that everything is an invitation to come back to love if you allow it to be, right? Every shitty thing that could possibly happen to you in your life is an invitation for you to come back to love. That's how simple it gets to be. And so when things are showing up in your life that are shitty, bring yourself back to the fact that even if it's not today, even if it's not tomorrow, even if it's not for a couple months while you're still healing and integrating whatever it is that's being shown to you, there is an opportunity to come back to love. And the quicker you can bring yourself back to love in that situation and let go of the stories, let go of the painful emotions, like process them, sit with them, be with them, but let go of the attachments of the stories that have created these emotions, right? Reframe your story, whatever it is, the sooner you can find peace, right? You can evolve. You can call in some coolest shit, better experiences, love yourself more, whatever it is, more clients, more money. And that requires you to have self-responsibility in asking yourself, how can I bring love into this situation? And we will always be shown the way to bring love back into the situation. We will always be shown what needs to shift where we are holding on to some pain or where we're holding on to some separation, where we are choosing to have experiences which are shitty, where we think that we are the victim, where we're not being sovereign, right? We're always shown if we ask, but it requires us to ask and it requires us to look at some stuff that is not comfortable, right? And not only that, but it requires us to not beat ourselves up when that stuff is happening. Again, there's this tendency for people to be so hard on themselves. And I'm not talking about the people at the beginning of this journey who are just beginning to become aware of 
that they're creating their reality. I'm talking about the people like me and possibly you who have been on this journey for a while and they're hyper fucking aware that they're creating everything. And so they get frustrated because they get frustrated with themselves because they've created that, right? Is that resonating? Like, why did I fucking create this again? How am I not done with this? How am I not finished with this process? How have I not healed this? And the more you keep pushing yourself in a way that is not compassionate, that is not um, conscious and aware and open to the process that sometimes healing these wounds is going to take some time, the more you repress these parts of you and they just come up in an explosion in the next situation, right? So you're just running away from the healing that you're inevitably going to have to fucking do. And you're just prolonging the experience, right? Rather than being like, this is showing up. Time for me to address it. I don't like that it's showing up again, but it is. And so I'm going to sit with it. Many people run or they just shut down or don't want to deal with it or get angry at themselves or whatever it is, throw out their manifestation mood board because shit's not working anyway. And it's like, it is, it's always fucking working. Might not be working in the way that you hope or expected it to work, but it's working. So when I open myself up to dating again, I asked, I fucking, and that's, I laughed this morning because I was like, touche, you win this round, Sky Daddy. But I asked to come to dating and relationships with curiosity and openness and call in the connections that would help me to heal and evolve to prepare myself for sacred union. Show me. I was like, I can't see this shit on my own anymore. Um, I need to be able to see where I still have some stuff and what better way to bring up all my stuff than other people, right? So show me. So it's a gift. It's a blessing to be able to see this stuff that is unconscious to you if you're willing to look at and to receive it. And there is a saying that is your deepest pain is your deepest strength. And honestly, like in all the initiations and in all the things that I've been through, at the end of the day, there was always a moment after that experience that I was able to say fucking thank you. Thank you for giving me that experience, even though it sucked. Like genuinely from my heart, thank you because it enabled me to evolve, right? I had some really shitty stuff happening last year around being attacked, um, being attacked, being siphoned, being drained by just psychic attacks, right? By some not so nice beings. And at the time I was so angry and I was like, why am I attracting this? Like, this is bullshit. I don't want to deal with this. But at the end of the day, I was able to come to a place of like, not only acceptance, but love and gratitude for these beings, for what they put me through, because it enabled me to step into my sovereignty and my power. It showed me where I was giving my power away. It showed me where I was afraid, where I was holding on to fear or where there were parts of me who were dark and I didn't want to see them. Right. So the reflection is always, always has the capacity to be a beautiful experience. If you stop looking at everything, like everything is a punishment. Everything is a disappointment. Everything is not meeting my expectations and my standards, right? And so, like I said, I opened myself up to relating with the, like, it was like, it will be nice if you send me some nice experiences, but I'm also open to the medicine. And this morning, it was a like a temptation for me to get angry and be like, fuck, like this bullshit, it hurts. But then I brought myself back to my intention of whatever happens is going to bring me to heal and evolve. And I was able to just thank this being and be like, thank you for showing me the stuff that I'm not able to see for myself, right? 
And so can you do that in your life when things are showing up? Look at them as an opportunity. Look at everything as an opportunity to get closer to love, to soften, to open, to deepen, to whatever it is. Um, Because the reality is sometimes we need to take some time to get to the place where we are actually resonating at the frequency of what we desire to create, to hold that and not push it away, right? And so it becomes frustrating when the same cycle or whatever it is, the same wound comes up again and you thought that you dealt with it, right? It's super frustrating. I know that feeling and I've been there many, many, many times, but it's like healing is non-linear, right? The growth journey and the healing journey is non-linear and it's never ending, right? You don't need to be anywhere. There's no finish line. And the stuff that is showing up earlier on your healing path is only going to keep showing up on deeper levels of the same core wounds. And it's just going to keep showing up and it's going to just keep being an invitation for more and more and more love. So when the same shit is showing up again, instead of getting angry that it's showing up, be proud of yourself for being able to recognize and witness what the pattern is quicker, right? And you get better at transmuting this stuff, right? And seeing what the potential is for the transmutation. The darkness within us the pain, the suffering is a potential for transmutation, right? The opposite of rejection and that horrible experience is fully accepting and loving ourselves and calling in soul tribe, right? You can transmute that experience, that pain into more self-love. You can transmute it into thinking you're fucking awesome and not giving a shit whether people reject you because they're not for you anyway, right? The experience of suffering is an opportunity for us to let go of the suffering by deciding that we don't desire to have it anymore. So not putting ourselves into suffering, trying to figure out why didn't something work, right? And that's not the self-inquiry piece. We need to do the self-inquiry piece. But once you've healed it and you've released it, not going on and on and on in your head, replaying scenarios and situations that make you feel bad that create and perpetuate cycles of suffering and grief because you're so addicted to this past reality that keeps playing up, but rather choose a point to then anchor in, what do I choose to create instead? And then focus your energy on creating that and transmuting all the stuff within you and using that life force to create the better potential or the more aligned potential or whatever it was, right? So that is my invitation for today for you is to Hold yourself in self-compassion and gentleness and love when this stuff is coming up and you feel like you've processed it or you've dealt with it and it's not comfortable and it's not safe. And please know, really, like truly, I want you to feel into your heart as I say this, the situation that you're in right now might fucking suck, right? It might be painful. It might be heartbreaking. It might feel isolating and lonely. But I promise you from the bottom of my heart, because I've been there, that maybe, and not maybe, probably this situation that you're in is going to bring you everything that you desired and that there will be a moment. And we don't know when that moment will be. Maybe never. Maybe when you die and you, no, I'm kidding. There will be a moment if you're committed to this path where you get to look back on all of the shit that really sucked that was painful, that was really challenging at the time and say, thank you. Love the part of you that went through that and thank her or him or it or they, because through that experience, you became who you were. And so now I look at 
every difficult initiation I went through, every heartbreak, every painful thing in my past. And I say fucking thank you for bringing me here and preparing me. Again, you're not being punished. You're being prepared. If you have a big vision to fulfill, if you have a big role to fulfill, and I also feel like people listening to this podcast, you guys are the healers. You guys are the fucking medicine women and men, the divine feminine, divine masculine. You wouldn't be here listening to this if you weren't called into helping and evolving and showing others the way, right, through your own journey, because you wouldn't even be interested in listening to this. You'd have no fucking interest in listening to me talk about how rejection inevitably led to me loving myself more, right? You just wouldn't. Um, So I see you and I know you. And please know that you're being put through this, whatever it is that you're being put through, because A, you can fucking handle it. And B, because it's preparing you for whatever you're here for. And therefore, there's a part of you that can handle it. If you've chosen to have this experience, it's because you can handle it. You signed off on whatever fucking horrible soul contract you did because you knew that your soul had the capacity to handle it. And maybe you have forgotten that. Maybe you've forgotten all of the love that you are at your core. Maybe you've forgotten how strong you are, how beautiful you are, how tenacious you are, how much power you have within you for personal transformation. Maybe for a brief moment, you forgot who your soul was at its core and you think that you can't handle whatever is showing up, right? You don't have enough love to hold a part of you that's grieving. You don't have the strength to get out of bed. You you know, don't know how to change the situation you're in. And I really invite you to connect to the part of you that does know, that does know where you're going and that does have a plan for your life, that does have this beautiful, bright fucking future, which is just on the horizon. You only need to allow that part of you to guide you there by connecting to your heart and releasing all of the things that no longer align with that future. So that's where I want to leave it today. I know a lot of this is really difficult to receive. If you're in this state of some shit has just gone wrong or you're in suffering or painful stuff is showing up in your life, it's a hard pill to swallow. Personal accountability and responsibility isn't for everyone because some people just simply cannot, they don't have the capacity for it and that's okay. They're not less than people. They're not, you know, no one is any less than anyone else. It's just where they're at right? But if you have that capacity within you, you will know because what I'm saying will resonate with you. And this, for those of you who are hearing this, is your opportunity to be an even better fucking human. And that, my friends, is exciting. So don't run away. Don't push it away. Lean in. Lean in. When it gets uncomfortable, lean in. Ask it what it's showing you. Ask what the medicine is ask to be guided back to love. And I promise you, it's only more juicy on the other side, better connections, more money, more clients, more aligned circumstances. Be prepared to let go of what is not yours anyway, right? Because anything that is divinely meant for you is a given, right? It will not be withheld from you. You are meant to have your desires. They're God-given, You're given your desires because you're meant to have them. And if not the specific desires, it's meant to lead you to something that would fulfill you even fucking more, right? So your desires are never a bad thing. Don't shame yourself for having desires in the first place. Just recognize them as signposts, 
and directional um, stand posts in your life to show you where you need to be going and where you need to be moving and what isn't aligned for you. And I'm going to leave it there. Thank you for listening to another episode of Cracked Open. Don't forget to hit subscribe and share with a friend if this episode has served you in any way. For more information about the work that I do or to get in touch with me, read the show notes or head to beckmylonis.com. Until next time, beautiful soul.